Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com This is California School News Radio with your hosts, Kevin Osmus and Drew Schlossberg. Thank you, Wade. We are back on California School News Radio with Kevin and Drew. Uh, welcome back, Drew. Thank you. Uh, we, uh, boy, we, uh, the, the segment was just not long enough, that last one. I, I, I still had a question because I've always been wondering if they have uh, cheerleaders at these, at these robotics <laughs> they, well, competitions. They, 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 I think they do. And okay, because if they don't, could they invent a robot to be their cheerleader? Because I think that would be uh, a, a wonderful use of the technology. <laughs> Just my opinion there. In any case, uh, our next guest um, here with us on California School News Radio is the principal of Van Wig Elementary School in the Bassett Unified School District. Welcome, to Andrew Condelaria. How are you doing today? Thank you. I'm doing great. Yeah, it's good to have you on the program. Andrew, I feel in many ways you are a model principal. If, if you were to draw a blueprint of an administrator, I, I believe it would greatly resemble you, Andrew. Um, you are a tireless advocate for education. You are a leading figure in your community. You're always ready to get an extra mile for your students and staff. So well, Thank you. Uh, thank you so much. That's a great compliment. <laughs> well, and every time I go to Van Wig, you got something new and something really cool going on, and, and we'll get to all of this, uh, all of the fun things, uh, but let's get a little bit, uh, maybe a little bit of your background, how long you've been at the district, how long you've been at Van Wig. Uh, I've been at uh, uh, Bass Unified School District, this is my fifth year, and uh, at Van Wig, it's also my fifth year in the district as well, and at the school site, and uh, I've served in the uh, La Puente community uh, for over 20 years, and uh my uh, former district was uh, Hacienda La Puente School District, so my, my goal is to serve in this community, which I grew up in, and uh, I've been doing that through education for many years. Okay, so you're a local, you're a local boy. Um, local boy. So it feels good to be, yeah, so it feels good to be uh, leading the, the next generation then, doesn't it? It, it feels uh, good to give back, and my main goal in life is to, uh, is to serve others, and I chose education in which to... Uh, to do that on a daily basis uh, at a school site. So I've been fortunate enough to do that through uh, teaching in the classroom and also as a school site administrator. Well, today on the program, we've been talking a lot about technology. And I know that Van Wig is, uh, you know, on the, on the leading edge of this. Uh, we can begin by talking about uh, your computer lab because there's so much going on there. Uh, why, uh, how long have you had the uh, computer lab there at Van Wig? and uh, about how many devices and how many students are, are using it now? Well, that, we're, we're, uh, I have a big smile on my face. I know that we're on radio, so you can't see it, but uh, maybe through my tone you can, is that we have more than one computer lab at our school site now. When I got oh. to, uh, here to Van Wig Elementary, we had one computer lab, and it had uh, uh, 36 computers, uh, desktop computers, and that was our one and only computer lab. And uh, one of the computer labs that... Uh, that your organization uh, spotlighted more recently was our uh, computer lab, which has uh, also 36 devices in it, and they're all brand-new Lenovo laptops that can also uh, flip into and turn into a, a tablet uh, type of device. And uh, both of those computer labs we use, we use them uh, during the week for extra uh, rounds of a Alexia uh, reading program 
and another program we call ST Math. And then we also have some uh, uh, other math programs, including uh, IXL is one of the math programs that we use, as well as uh, Freckle. It used to be known as Front Row, and it's all co now called uh, Freckle. And we have math TOSAs that are working in that math lab um, uh, with our targeting our fourth graders and, uh, and trying to bring up those, the learning in uh, fourth grade math and uh, test scores as well, which coincide. And uh, they have received small group instruction uh, from teachers in that math lab, as well as rotating to independent centers and tracking their progress in uh, different math standards um, on a regular basis in, our, in, in one math lab. That's our uh, math TOSA math lab. And then we also have our original math lab, which in the morning I do a 655 uh, we call Breakfast Club. Uh, we do 30 yes. minutes from 6:55 to 7:25, and I think that adds up to 30 minutes. And uh, then we go to the uh, we're the first ones in the breakfast line at 7:30, and the kids have a round of extra reading or math, and uh, right on to breakfast time and and uh, ready for school, and uh, showing great results from that extra practice. Hey Andrew, yeah, when, uh, when you were in the classroom, uh, what subject did you teach? I am a social science major, and so uh, I had a difficulty choosing a major in college <laughs> because I was fortunate enough to have great teachers and interested in doing many things. So I rotated from a social science major to a music major to a physical education major and uh, finally settled on social science knowing that I can go out and coach and be involved in athletics after school and, uh, and always look, looking for that uh, top 40 uh, gig. If anybody's looking for a drummer out there, that's still a goal in my life to, uh, to, play, in a, to play in a band. So, Anyway, uh, uh, I taught uh, social studies uh, at the high school level for, geez, about uh, nine years, eight, nine years before going into administration. Yeah, we're chatting with Andrew Candelaria. He's the uh, principal at the Bassett Unified uh, School of, of Van Wig Elementary. Um, you know, one of the things that makes, uh, as Kevin was mentioning, uh, you know, uh, the great uh, – things that you bring to the school from so many different ways. Um, but I'm very interested in this positive behavioral intervention and support uh, program with, uh, you know, Wildcat uh, Bucks. Uh, talk about that. Uh, our district was, uh, was trained by uh, L.A. County Office of Education in a system that's called PBIS, and that's Positive Behavior Intervention Support System. And uh, that, that's common in, in many schools now, and that's really uh, 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 identifying your culture and embedding uh, uh, consistent practices where each student uh, knows and understands the behavior expectations in every part of the school. For instance, uh, not only in the classroom, but also in the hallway and also in the computer lab. Also, behavior expectations, what are the behavior expectations in the library? What are the expectations in the cafeteria during lunchtime? During, uh, during an honors assembly, an awards assembly in the cafeteria, or during a play on the bus when we go to our perfect attendance movie trips, uh, what are the expectations for behavior at the, on the field trip, including the bus ride over and back? Uh, so when every student understands uh, explicitly the behavior expectations in every part of the school, it doesn't 100% uh, guarantee that you're going to have a perfect uh, behavioral day every day, but it does give the students that uh, honest and fair chance of knowing the behavior expectations and having a greater chance to succeed at uh, behaving well, meeting those expectations daily. And then they're also reinforced with uh, uh, what we call our, our College Cat PBIS store, and always uh, a culture of, of, uh, of uh, higher education. So we add that College Cat to our Wildcat uh, uh, mascot and College Cat PBIS store, where when you have enough um, PBIS points, uh, through a system that we use called Class Dojo, students receive points for uh, through Class Dojo, and also with our uh, PBIS Wildcat uh, Wildcat Bucks, uh, 
Uh, so they can get points in many ways for uh, meeting expectations, and when they collect it enough, they can go cash them in at the College Cat PBIS store, and it's run by our, counsel- by our counselor. She's fantastic. And uh, tied into that also is, I'm blanking on something there, but it's our College Cat store. We're part of the NEU uh, No Excuses University organization, so we try to blend as much as we can so we don't have separate, but we have mm-hmm. uh, one big organization that's flowing uh, uh, together consistently, cohesively. You know, it- Right, but Andrew, who, who hands out uh, those Wildcat bucks? Is it a, uh, is it only administrators? Is it administrators and teachers? Is it counselors? Can peers hand them out? Uh, we tried a little bit with peers, but it's everyone else that you uh, that you mentioned. Uh, right. uh, par- uh, not parents. Right. Uh, we uh, hand them out to parents. Actually, give to their students when parents attend uh, uh, any of our uh, uh, meetings, our school site council meetings, ELAC meetings, all of our uh, coffee with the principal meetings. So if you're showing up as a parent, another chance to get more Wildcat bucks. But teachers in the classroom, so when, pe- when students are, and our behavior expectations are uh, the acronym CATS. We're the Wildcats. The acronym CATS, C is for cooperative. So when they're being cooperative in the classroom, when a student, uh, A is for attitude, when they're having a positive attitude in the classroom, when they're trying their best in the classroom, when they're being safe in the classroom. So that's one area of the school. So the teachers are, are giving either class dojo points electronically so the students can see it and the parents also get it on their cell phone when a, when a student is receiving positive points, and then uh, uh, tangibly, uh, uh, outside of the classroom and inside of the classroom, the Wildcat Bucks, our supervision aides, the principal, the secretary, the custodian, the uh, instructional assistants, the librarian, everyone else has, uh, on the peripheral, has uh, uh, Wildcat Bucks to give. And it's not, you know, everyone gets one every time they're being cooperative. It's, uh, you're going to get them and, uh, consistently, and so consistently meet the behavior expectations, and you're likely to get uh, more uh, more points, more PBIS points. So that's how they're given out. And uh, we tried last year with peers, and worked it worked a little bit. And we're going to revisit that. But uh, right, we right. piloted piloted that uh, late last year. So we'll look we'll look into that again. Right. And and then have the students brought up when do we get to give Wildcat uh, bucks to the administration? Oh, we we actually uh, uh, glad you brought that up. We. <laughs> We, we try to uh, model the rules that we expect the students to play by. Right. So we expect our, our staff meetings, uh, even though we're tired after school, and, uh, you know, and I'm sure that our teachers love hearing our, our, uh, my voice at a 90-minute staff meeting uh, you know, after a long work day. And so for being on time, when the, students, when the teachers are walking in, uh, they're getting wildcat bucks from me, and for being on time at the staff meetings, um, for being cooperative, for, uh, for having a good attitude, and for trying their best, and for always being safe. So uh, teachers are given not only at staff meetings, but they're given uh, wildcat bucks. And then our superintendent uh, uh, at one of our principal meetings, she said, you know, she said, uh, my, in my old school district when I was a principal, I used to, you know, every once in a while, you know, we'd have a drawing for some special teacher prizes. So Starbucks tends to work well at our school. So we put all of those tickets in a bucket and, uh, that's and draw consistently. Coffee, so coffee our works winning. every yeah. time. So that's our, uh, <laughs> our Starbucks is our uh, PBIS College Cap store, yes. We'll be right back <laughs> with the end after this break. Okay, all right. Do you want to be a professional coach? Are you in business trying to make a real difference with people you manage or work with? Have you started a coaching practice that isn't quite getting off the ground? Get the skills you need to be a successful coach today with the Coach's Training Program from Accomplishment Coaching. The Coach's Training Program will show you how to help others focus and be more fulfilled. Whether you want to improve your company's bottom line or create a thriving coaching practice, 
Accomplishment Coaching can give you the distinctions and practices you need to coach others effectively today. Accomplishment Coaching has spent six years developing a cutting-edge coaches training program that will have you ready to coach people professionally in just 12 months, and you don't have to take time off work to do it. To find out more about the Coaches Training Program, just call 1-888-548-6813. That's 1-888-548-6813. Love to read but just don't have the time? With Audible.com, you can catch up on reading simply by listening. Audible has the largest collection of digital audiobooks, over 85,000 titles in every genre. Listen to a bestseller on your iPhone, BlackBerry, Android smartphone, or one of 500 other compatible devices. Visit audible.com slash wsradio today and get a free audiobook when you try Audible free for 14 days. That's audible.com slash wsradio. You may have heard me brag about Progressive Medical Center and just how much they've helped me with my health. And Dr. Goley, one thing that you've helped so many people with is migraines. Unfortunately, there are millions and millions of Americans who are suffering with migraines and headaches, and they're debilitating because it affects the quality of their life, and they cannot function properly. At Progressive, we get to the root cause because we understand that migraines could be caused by nutritional deficiencies, hormonal imbalances, believe it or not, delayed food sensitivities. And mm. once we determine what the real reason is, we put a plan of action together with medication that we get them off slowly and we put them on an all-natural approach and the results are amazing. Incredible. I mean, there's so many people that can say they don't live their lives with migraines anymore thanks to Progressive Medical Center. And that's what's exciting and rewarding to us as physicians because we help our patients take control of their health and that's why they're living well. Why don't you get a hold of Progressive Medical Center today? Don't live in pain. Don't have migraines anymore. Just go to their website, ProgressiveMedicalCenter.com. This is your life. Live it well. This is Bill Gruber with BizVid Communications, a Southern California video production leader. We've been honored to sponsor, produce, write, and host many of the fine programs on WS Radio over the years. So we understand how important the internet and your website exposure are. As video producers, we know the tricks and secrets to incorporate video to increase your search engine optimization and business success. Visit BizVidCommunications.com to see what we can do for you. B-I-Z-V-I-D Communications.com Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com This is California School News Radio with your hosts, Kevin Osmus and Drew Schlossberg. Thank you, Wade. We're back on the program with uh, Kevin and Drew, California School News Radio, and our guest, uh, Van Wig Elementary School Principal Andrew Candelaria of Bassett Unified School District. Welcome back, Andrew. Thank you again. Now, at the end of last school year, I went to Van Wig. Uh, we went there. You were having a steel drum recital. You had arranged for a, a drum teacher to come in and conduct, I guess, an after school or, or a weekend class. And, and when I got there, what I was not expecting to see was you behind <laughs> the drum set uh, holding down the beat for the kids um, it was one of the greatest things that I've ever seen, I think, at a school. And you're just being super cool there under, you know, with your glasses on and everything. And uh, you are truly a Renaissance man, Andrew. I mean, this is, this is crazy. And now <laughs> you've you, got Kevin. to, now you're hosting, now you're teaching your own drum class on Friday afternoons uh, at Van Wig. So let's talk about that for a little bit. How's that going? What, what, uh, how many kids do you have uh, signed up? And what are they learning? What are you teaching them? Oh. 
Uh, first of all, it's open enrollment. It's every student that uh, from TK, from the four-year-olds all the way to our 10-year-olds, uh, our fifth graders. Um, it's every Friday from 4 o'clock to 5 o'clock. And that's our class that's open to everyone uh, at our school site. And we're teaching different drum rudiments, different rhythms, and we teach everything from uh, uh, playing the whole drum set or the drum kit to uh, – Playing, uh, we started off with our drum rudiments include uh, flams and accents and paradiddles, and uh, we're playing on timbales and congas and cowbells and uh, and bongos and drum boxes and all kinds of great uh, instruments. And that's to keep the kids. Uh, actually, it's, it serves a couple of purposes. They're highly engaged, and a lot of students that uh, show up, they like it and they want to play and they're excited about it. And the other thing that we find is this is from uh, when we used to have uh, monies to, uh, we had a grant with the uh, Los Angeles Music Center, and some of the information that we received, uh, research behind finding the beat and reading, uh, that, that uh, when students are able to find the beat in music and have dancing opportunities and singing opportunities and playing drums and different instruments, that it, there's a correlation between decoding and, uh, and accelerating their, their uh, while they're learning to read. So it helps them to learn to read when they're able to, uh, find the beat in uh, in music, and so that's uh, that gave us more fortitude to keep on moving forward with buying more instruments and inviting kids to to uh, come and enjoy and come to learn how to play for the sake of learning to play music, knowing that it's going to help them many in many different ways with their academic learning, and then also um, what we're going to venture out uh, soon with is to. Uh, identify our students who are, are struggling readers and then invite them by grade level to come in and work uh, in something that will entitle simply uh, music and reading or reading and music. And so students are reading uh, uh, sight words while they're drumming um, uh, a certain, uh, an easy beat for them to follow and also to be able to drum at the same time as they're reading words so we can make those connections and uh, that are backed up by research, years of research to help students read. Uh, through music, we we kind of know intuitively that that music is an excellent educational tool, and so it's good to see that it, it that this is being used in practice, not to you know to teach kids to be the next Eddie Van Halen or Alex Van Halen. I'm sorry, right, I'm sorry. right. Um, but you know to to learn to read and to uh, um, you know be more cognitive and. And that, but I'm also uh, interested in finding out. So, how long have you yourself been a drummer? Did you tell me a story uh, about going to see your 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 father was in a band? Is that correct? Is that the, oh, is that my, my, my my dad, my dad, my dad and I talk about this all the time. It's it's uh, funny how something that we enjoy playing the drums has has turned uh, turned into something where we can back it up with research and say, you know, this is this is not just something for fun. It's something that we should always do is to try to find opportunities, not just in drumming, but just in uh, visual and performing arts in general to uh, use the students' uh, uh, creativity, to use their uh, uh, areas of strength and, uh, and, and what is engaging to students to entice them and to uh, help them in the learning process. My dad, my dad learned how to play the drums by ear, and uh, so he didn't have any formal training in how, in how to read uh, music. And when my uh, sisters and I were up and coming, my sisters were fortunate enough to have some uh, uh, piano lessons, and and then I was also uh, uh, learned how to play by ear, taught by my dad since I was around three years old, and then uh, not even tall enough to reach the pedals on the uh, bass drum or the hi hat pedal, and uh, so just learning how to use my uh, right and left hand and how to 
move around the drum set there or the drum kit. And uh, when I was in fourth grade, through, through my school, my elementary school, is when the uh, junior high band director would come around and give uh, beginning band lessons to any student that wanted to try uh, to learn an instrument. So it was there that I, that I learned from Don Williams, our uh, sports junior high uh, band director way back then. He was a fantastic big band uh, trumpet player for many years before he started teaching. And that was where I, I started my formal uh, training in music to learn how to read music. And so I'm able to pass that on to students, um, you know, through learning how to read and, and understand drum rudiments and that sort of thing. But also the students are also learning how to, to, uh, to play by ear so they can, uh, again, the, the research in finding the beat is not necessarily reading and finding the beat, but uh, finding the beat to, uh, uh, of the music can help uh, with their uh, decoding and learning how to read. But yes, my dad's played the drums for many years, played in a band. He played before the DJs were uh, relevant, when there were no, no, no DJs, everything was live music. And my mother also was a singer, so I had a lot, lots of music uh, growing up, singing around the house my mother uh, all the time in English and Spanish. Uh, my dad's playing in, in, uh, in bands uh, at all different occasions, wedding receptions and Little league dances and everything you can think of, and uh, so we're fortunate to have that in our life, uh, my sisters and I. You know, Andrew, it, uh, we all know that uh, there's so much to that holistic uh, student as you've uh, gone through, you know, behavior and obviously the skill sets and then the extracurricular, you know, activities and, and all this business. Um, how do you measure your success? I mean, test scores are a way, but uh, in my, I worked for the San Diego City Schools for 11 and a half years, and I'm adamant that it's not the way, it's a way uh, of measuring. But there's so many other ways, you know, kids that are energized at school, um, you know, lack of tardiness, you know, they're now going to school, getting a assignments on uh, on time. How do you measure your success? I measure my, my success in many ways, and test scores is definitely one of them. If you can't move a school as a principal and, uh, and impact student learning, then it's time to step aside at some point and give someone else a chance to do that, and all in the sake of uh, serving students well. And so that's my number one goal, uh, is serving students well and to, uh, you know, something that was embedded in me <laughs> through my, my parents who worked... Uh, you know, uh, very, very hard to show us, you know, that uh, uh, responsibility and great work ethic. Um, and so that's getting up every day, haven't missed a day in my uh, four years here at Van Wig Elementary, and, uh, and, and hustling through my day is, is work hard, hustle, serve as many families as you can, as many students as you can, as many teachers as you can. Everyone, my approach is that, that if test scores, you hear about that all the time, and when you step back and take a look and you look at the students and you think about, Every adult life that is responsible in that, in that student's day, you know, you might have some grandparents and parents, and you have teachers, and you have instructional assistants, and you have everyone that's having a part in that child's education, front office personnel, custodian, everyone that works at a school site, and everyone that that student's in contact with, you know, daycare people. Sometimes our students are going to daycare after school before they get home, is that we as adults as a school site leader is that uh, my approach is to take a look at how we can care for not only the student, but for everyone who's involved in that student's life. Because if we're really going to make a significant impact on student learning, then we also have to take care of the adults who always say, all of us, our adults are, are just big kids. And if we're only looking at the kid, or if we're only looking at the student and, and wanting that test score to rise, we're taking the wrong approach. We have to look out yep. for our adults as well. So serving our parents, serving our families, 
you know, serving our teachers and as much as we can and caring for each other, having those same cats behavior expectations, a good attitude, being cooperative, trying our best, and being safe with all of the adults who serve the, the student. Uh, that's that's yeah. part of my approach to make sure that we give everything we can to the student. True team effort. Andrew, thank you so much for coming on California School News Radio. Uh, very much enjoyed it. Another great show. Drew, thank you so much. My pleasure. Uh, Thank you to Wade Taylor. Thank you to Valerie Martinez. Uh, we will be back next Tuesday for another edition of California School News Radio, the Voice of Education in California. See you then. One person has the power to change the world, impact millions of lives, and leave a legacy for lifetimes to come. That person is you. In the New York Times bestseller, What is Your What?, Steve Ulcher, award-winning author and founder of the Reinvention Workshop, reveals his proven process that has helped thousands of men and women discover, share, and monetize the one thing they were born to do. Grab your free copy now at www.whatisyourwhat.com slash free. That's www.whatisyourwhat.com forward slash free. Take a break from politics. Tune in and learn something. WS Radio shows are worth your time and are filled with tips and advice. Add us to your lunch routine and we'll give you a meal for your mind. I raised $8,000 to build schools for South African children. After realizing how many people go hungry in San Diego, I now volunteer at a food pantry. I'm spending the next year doing volunteer projects across three countries and helping in ways they designate to be the most helpful. The World Link program at the Joan B. Kroc Institute for Peace and Justice recognizes the potential of youth as agents of social change. Learn how you can help youth become a generation of leaders in action at peace.sandiego.edu. Education. Industry experts. Back to the basics. Is your company using the Internet of Things to its fullest potential? Enlist the Peggy Smedley Institute and its team of experts to create a customized plan for how to apply the IoT to your specific needs. Learn everything you need to know to achieve tangible business outcomes in today's digital economy. Contact us at 630-933-0844 at 630-933-0844 or visit learnitiot.com. I raised $8,000 to build schools for South African children. After realizing how many people go hungry in San Diego, I now volunteer at a food pantry. I'm spending the next year doing volunteer projects across three countries and helping in ways they designate to be the most helpful. The World Link program at the Joan B. Kroc Institute for Peace and Justice recognizes the potential of youth as agents of social change. Learn how you can help youth become a generation of leaders in action at peace.sandiego.edu. You take your smartphone almost everywhere you go. Now WSRadio.com can be there too. Search WS Radio in the Play Store for your Android devices or iTunes for Apple and download the WS Radio application. WSRadio.com on your phone and in your ear everywhere you go. Download the WS Radio application. Do it now. It's very easy. WSRadio.com.